podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, the logo on a Christmas hat, you see that? Nice, isn't it? Nice touch. Very festive. Imagine being a City fan and having blue ones because <laughs> you're scared of Santa. Pathetic. Hey. Whoa, what's all this popping up down here? Hey, it's 12 hey, days of paddock. Oh, yeah, you can win Old Trafford, remember? See? Yeah, and a PlayStation 5. So I heard we're rigging that and I'm getting the P5. No, Ellis Martinshead's getting that, so get your facts straight. Uh, I mean, anyone can win it. Just become a member and you're in the draw. No, I've just had a text here. Oh, you're on your phone already. That's good to know. It says, hi, Jerry. It's Agatha. How are you? <laughs> in the comments, what do I reply? Let's do this live. Right, go on. Put... Right, what was the what was the, the text you've had? Now, that looks like one of those Google Hi, Jerry, images. It's Agatha. Is that you? I've added your number. Put do yes. I reply? <laughs> thank, thank God you messaged. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fergal McLennan, welcome to the Academy. Thanks for your support. All right, Ed T says, Port, you all right, babe? I got a random message. Go on. Day. Speaking to the they microphone, looking, it helps. They were looking for a... See how how long have you been doing this for? Not enough. Right. <laughs> Go on. Um, they were asking for, I think they were looking to rent somewhere or something. I should have just played a joke on them like Steve did. Just dragged them along. Who's playing a joke? So right, hang on a minute. What happened? You got a text from someone saying they were looking to rent somewhere? Yeah. Right. I should have just said, yeah, I got this What did you say? Sorted. No, I just said, no, it's not me. That's that's one of the best stories I've had on the brew. I think that's story. Steve, eh? Unbelievable story. Instead, I should have. I should just. Hey, can we clip that speak? up and put that on socials? Yeah. That yeah. that is a banger. Oi. It's an absolute Oi. banger. That's, that's what the show's about. Just not talk about football. Shit jokes. Yeah, I see. <laughs> Our jokes aren't shit. Yeah. Yes, they are. Because don't all be you coming up about when you whack stories about hey. shit. Yeah, I got a text and it wasn't for me, so I told them. What story is that? No, I was just saying in a similar situation, I should have took Steve's approach. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't need to know about your boring fucking story, Abdul. All right, Steve, you didn't you need to tell us you got a random hey, text. A parcel <laughs> arrived at my house the other day. It weren't for me. So I uh, told, the, told the delivery guy and he walks off. Absolute shenanigans. Yeah, is that it the was, dark was, web watch? It was like, mental. Uh, like Adam Ward, welcome thing. to the first time, first team even. So you got me getting <laughs> words wrong. First time. Yeah. Um, also, it's all happening. Do uh, uh, do Ray D O Ray O O. Welcome to the academy. Thank you. Not Thank you, Super. Can you explain this academy stuff to me? The I'm academy. There's the academy. There's the first team, and then there's something else. There's the yeah. When did we start? There is academy first team of legends. Something like that. Um, membership. Wow. You can join members. You get extra content. Extra content. Yeah. Hasten to add that. And you go into the draw to win, amongst other things, a PlayStation 5. You can and, also and, win. And Old Trafford. You win Old Trafford. What's the extra content like? Is it like it's watching like, you sleep? No, it's like it's Snapchats of Joe's bumhole and stuff. It's me, me and Joe <laughs> usually do a video every week about the fantasy football. Now, well, I'm doing at it. Are you good at it? I got 85 I'm literally bottom of the league out of 291 people. I'm like bottom. Well, clearly people aren't getting their money's worth though, right? Why? Because you're shit at FPL. But that, no, that's not the, the point. Is I'm not giving them advice. It's a video about my, me and Joe on F, e, FP, uh, uh, FPL. <laughs> Joe's doing all right, and I'm not very good. Well, but I do things that are stupid. Like I kept Cavani in when he was injured, Fuck just to give him give, it, give him a, a confidence boost. Because I'm this. Cause 85 I'm, points. Because I'm loyal. Unbelievable. Loyalty. It matters to me. Yeah. I, 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 just because you're injured doesn't mean you don't get dropped. I'm loyal. I keep captain in Salah. He's very loyal. Salah? Captain Liverpool plays. He's a scouser. Exactly. 
That's what I mean. That's why I'm going wrong, because I'm not having any of that. Um, Matthew Sargent, who's been a member of the Academy for 13 months, says, went the game with my Arsenal supporter mate last night. He'd been trying to say Ronaldo made us worse. Was meant to watch him smack them. Viva Ronaldo. Viva Ronaldo. Oh, Imagine yeah. how many goals is 801? It's a right load of it. What is it? If so, if my maths is correct, Stephen, and correct me if I'm wrong, please do. If you scored... 40 goals a season for 20 years, you'd have less than Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's ridiculous. I don't know, off the top of my head, I don't know how many Rude or Alan Shearer have scored, but I want to say he scored more than both of them combined. Right, let's have a look. Let's do this. Because Shearer's got like 350 or something like that, I think. Yeah, but you know, at least 312 of them were penalties. <laughs> so, do they even count? And also... And they're in the 90s. And they're in the 90s, yeah. So, football didn't get good till 94. Oh, Oh, well, now, well, he wasn't in that, was he? Hey, let's have it right. He also had a season where he scored five in 38 games. <laughs> he wasn't in the Cup Winners' Cup, the elite competition. What? How many Shearer got? Right, Shearer's got a total of 379. <laughs> Pathetic. Um, Rude Van Nistelrooy, absolute legend. He's got a total of... I want to say 300. 312. 349. Oh. So 379 plus 349... My quick maths has worked out that is less than 801. They're on about 770-ish between them. So he's got more no, than Rude and Alan Shearer put together. That is ridiculous. Pretty good, him. He's all right, isn't he, Ronaldo? Imagine starting an argument on f about football saying that Ronaldo's not a good sign if you're not. Well, imagine having that as a, as, a, as a point. I'll call him a problem. Yeah. He's, he, you know, if he's a problem, I don't want the solution. That. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know. hell. Tony Marshall in, shall we? It's just don't, something for them to speak Stephen, about. Stephen, I've heard week, the argument on, on the internet. It's just something for them to speak about every week, and it yeah. on Sky. Yeah, Ronaldo is a problem. He'll score. He'll just go and score again. Do you remember when Sky used to do analysis? I know. Yeah. Do you remember get, that? Get Andy Gray back. Whatever yeah. happened to him? What, what did happen to Andy Gray? Very progressive views, Andy Gray. Always likes his views on uh, things. Um, Andy T. Galtum says, Stee. So obviously he doesn't want to talk to me and Abdullah. United allegiance aside, Bielsa or Ragnick? Ragnick's club building is much better than Bielsa because he just Fs off. Ooh, controversial. Yeah, he does. But listen, I do have... Listen, we, we all occasionally disappoint our parents. And I disappointed my parents, my dad especially, because my mum not really give a fuck, by liking Bielsa. I'm glad you... I, I'm with your dad on this. I, I love that. Like, you like a Leeds manager. I think you're the generation, Steve, where you get it as well. Like... There's a younger generation that don't quite understand. Oh the, yeah, the I mean, you thing. heard my thoughts on the the possibility of Rogers coming in, and I yeah. just I'm not having it. Yeah, but like Leeds, but Leeds are so bad at the moment. Yeah, but and Leeds I've been for 30 is years. one of the worst ones. It is one of the worst ones, but not because of him. They take the shoes off. It's because take your shoes off, if you're man. You. What okay. is that? But he still doesn't speak English, which means that he ain't got Yorkshire accent, which means it's all good. <laughs> I can I can like someone who comes from Leeds United. Let's not forget that. Well, yeah, Alan Smith. And I, just, I can't think of any others. Did Dennis Irwin play for Leeds? He did. He went via Oldham, but he did. I don't think there's been anyone else who's gone from Leeds to United. I can't think, can't think of anyone. Time. What? Like, you can't just make things up. Yeah. There was one French yeah. guy. We haven't had one Connor good player. We haven't had... We haven't. Yeah. Oh, Alan Smith's the only one and we've had from Leeds. Half, he was pretty rubbish. Centre half? Actually, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Who, Eddie Berg? He was blocked. Eddie Berg? What are you on yeah. about, you? Hey. David De Gea, he played in goal. What are you talking about? Get a grip of your life. Atletico Madrid. Oh my God. Abdullah. Yeah, so you know anything. Having an absolute stinker. What I love here is the amount of people that are saying Cantona and Rio in the chat. <laughs> we forgot. You can't, have, you can't make jokes on the internet. You know this, don't you? You should know this. 
How can we forget? <laughs> so How can we get, forget? Get this one. <laughs> <laughs> How can we forget, Jay? <laughs> Someone's comparing me to Paul Mercer. Hey. Oh my days. What's wrong so with that? Why can't we, we need like a sarcastic face. Yeah. Can we have a hashtag just kidding? Can we have that as a can we have that as a graphic? No. Producer Cam said no and he's probably right. Um talking of um managers and that. Ralph Ragnick's taken over officially today. I see that it says Ragnick's new home. Has he bought an house? He's yeah, he's right. right, right. He strikes me as an apartment fellow. We've up whatever you said. I said Deansgate. That was my last conclusion. No. Oh. I and said, one of them new West Tower thingies, whatever. They look pretty sick. I wanna say Mara's lived in one I, of them. I wanna say Weast. Because I always talk about Weast. Gotta be honest, he ain't living in Weast. But I think Ben Chill might be better. Better option. <laughs> he ain't living in Ben Chill. Imagine if your like, state agent went. The like, traffic alone. <laughs> yeah. State agent went, oh our <laughs> new addition, our new crime, addition to the Paddock family, Anthony, said long sight. Shut the fuck up, Anthony. Anthony. Ridiculous suggestion. Hey? Council tax round there's scandalous. We need to get some of the Anthony jokes off the royal family. Yeah. Oh, Conway says Eccles, of course. Yes, I'll show him around Eccles. Got some great local amenities. Uh, is he? He's. I don't know if I don't know his marriage situation. I don't know he's, whether he's got kids and all that. Lot. I mean, he's sixty-three. He was absolutely dripping in bitches at the game yesterday. You see that? Like Snoop Dogg. Who are you? Who are you? Ceremony. P Diddy. <laughs> hey, he's a good-looking lad, though, isn't he? Ralph. Yeah. For sixty-three. He's a very what suave individual. I like his voice as well. It's silky smooth, isn't it? You know. Hey. So what do you mean, Kinal? What's wrong with that? Because he's, he's a continental type. Hey. Listen, I'm you can appreciate a look. Look, you can appreciate a, a man's. Belly that as well. So that wasn't his so wife. That's his wife. Um, he uh, he looks <laughs> like the kind of cat. One night, he looks seen. like a kind of cat. That's an apartment kind of cat, I think. Right. I'm yeah. catching what I'm throwing. Guy. Now yeah. I reckon yeah. he's going to throw a right curveball. Do you know where? Do you know where Pep lives? Yeah, city. Is it City Stops? No, City Suites. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I don't like the name of that one. I know, no, yeah, but it's not, it's not Manchester City Suites. It's the it's like, City Centre Suite. Yeah. yeah, but do you know where it is? Yeah, yeah I know, yeah. Where? It's I mean, tell it, don't give us a fuck, do it? It's back of Arndale, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but where though? We're Can't being specific here, so where it's is it? just in front of a Premier Inn. Do you know or not? Yeah, I know, yeah. Do you know? Yeah, I know. I've seen Bernardo Silva drive out in front of that. Oh. He lives there as well. Right. Oh, yeah, what I was looking right. for is, because this is where it throws people. Because I don't know. It's at one end of Dean's Gate. It's what? It's at one end of Dean's Gate. However, it's Salford. Yeah, it's not. Ah. It's right over at Turk River. Ah. It's not you really see. Dean's Gate. That makes sense. <laughs> it's near the cathedral, basically. He's I got, could see him yeah. going living near me. Do you think he'd get like a spy thing going on like in Pep's room? Like what, Ralph Rand style? Yeah. You reckon? Yeah. What's he? What's he spying on though? Like Bielsa did that. Then he's spying at the training. No, nah, but it won't be like football things. He'll be like exposing him for affairs. What? What? You cracked? Oh, he'll be like. <laughs> Do I reckon that Ralph the... Ragnick's going to set up a secret camera <laughs> in Pep's <laughs> apartment to <laughs> expose him for I'm having an be affair? With you. Uh, no. I'd rather he spent his time trying to teach you yeah. how to play football. Yeah. I'm, no. gonna, I'm caught me old fashioned. It's not fun though. <sighs> we can have loads of fun doing that. You right. slip a camera under and you just see like Bernardo Silva doping. <laughs> like Pep just... Well, you know, if you saw a camera like that and you saw uh, Bernardo Silva doping or anyone doping from the City team, then all that happened is nothing. Nothing would happen. We'd get done for putting a camera there. Yeah. That's what happened. True. You tell a journalist yeah. and the journalist go, cool, I'll go tell Pep. Yeah. No, yeah, that's it. Um, should we play a game? Yeah, I like that. I'm not taking my pants off. 
so boring. It's That's Friday. For the Come on. Uh, you haven't even got any on. Um, no, I think, right, you two. You know, you, you you know your stuff sort of, don't you? People tend to think you do, so that's as good as knowing <laughs> it. Works for us, works for this channel. Um, so you know about Ralph Ragnick, and you know uh, what how he likes to play football, what type of player will fit into his system, what type of player has the mentality to adapt to his system. So I'm going to ask you some players about that play for Manchester United and whether you think they will or will not thrive under Ralph Boy. Are we playing a game though? Or what? You said he was going to play a it's game. A well, this is the kind of game. game. This is the game. Fucking right. games are shit. I'm this sorry. So nerdy. Right, this is not the winner the gets a prize. Ball. It's not why I'm here. Right. Well, just roll with it. Right, David De Gea. <laughs> not the way he plays with his feet. Although, although, Brandick's a weird one because he says, don't like my goalkeepers to play with my feet. They should have the least touch on the pitch, which is one thing. Yeah. I think that was out of context of it because he likes his keeper to aggressively come out and sweep as well. Correct. Yeah. So this is, there's a bit of a conundrum there. Unless he means, even if they're sweeping, they're still not in possession, are they, really? They're still not yeah. knocking it around and getting 40 passes no. or whatever. So I, I think the way De Gea plays currently doesn't necessarily suit him. That's not to say that I don't think he could be trained uh, or adapt. Yeah. But the way De Gea's last two years have been, you'd have to say no. Okay. Good. So this kind of has that would so I take it you're saying Dean Anderson. Well not necessarily. Well, no, that's fair enough. So you might Tommy Eaton or a, th a third or fourth option even. I mean I like Tom. He's your mate in there. Allegedly. Allegedly. You quite close. Not been out for chicken dippers in a bit. Alright. All right. So um I don't think he fits either to be honest. Right. Um Victor Lindelof I mean, does he fit anyone's system? Well, that's, you've answered that question then. No, no, you don't really think he fits his system. Do you know what I'm worried about right. this weekend? I'm worried about what, ben football. Techie wearing him like a fucking raincoat. It's on fire, Ben Techie. Four goals this season. No, <laughs> 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 hey. you got to think, like, what is the worst thing that could happen to uh, Victor Lindelof? It's literally Ben Scouser scoring lots of goals against It's him. literally playing against Ben yeah. Is everything that is the kryptonite to, to Lindelof, isn't it? P perhaps okay I think then. He'll do all right. You think Lindelof will do alright? Yeah. Based on what? He's got a good pass. I think he's had. He's not had an awful season. Yeah, do you know how you said right? I would laugh at that, but the benchmark is that low at the minute. That no, that's, no, it's that's not a good season. Do you know comment. what? Do you know what I think? He's he's actually had a good season. I'd kill me in the comments if you want. I don't care. Lindelof. I love the fact that there. It, it looks like Steve's laughing over your he's shoulder. Had, he's huh? had two Go back to that shot of Elkin. That it looks like you're saying something. Steve's just laughing at you. Alright. <laughs> as, as Ralph watches on, showing he's you his shirt. He's decent assist, and he's a good ball player. That's what you want in a centre half. Not yeah, that, you, need, I know, you need that defending team, ability when you're playing against someone. That's Defended well against Villarreal. Like he's arguably our best player. I think I'm, I'm with um, Abdullah kind of in the sense that I don't think I don't think Vince Lindor has been the issue this season. He's not been great, but there's been three worse defenders than him this season. There okay, are, I agree. You got a point. Yeah. However. His kryptonite is playing against him on Sunday afternoon. Okay, all right, I'll give you that one. Uh, Eric Bailly, the fans' favourite. Yeah, he's everyone's favourite. And I would think Ragnick could love him. But when he goes, oh, I only play once a month. Yeah. It'd be like, right, you're, you're in a team again. You were sensational on Tuesday night. You're playing again. It'd be like, yeah. I don't know if you read my contract, mate. It's not what I do. <laughs> I'm not playing again till uh, May. Got a quota, mate. Yeah, I agree. I'm not going to ask give that one. 12 times a season. Who? No, because it's just... He's, he's Philip? Just, What's wrong with Philip? He, he's not going to ask Go on, Jones. Ask him. Right, I'm not doing that because it's just, we, you know, it's boring now, isn't it? Harry Maguire. <clears throat> just let's not forget, just before we go, 80 million Harry. for defender, captain, 
Ralph Rangnick owes him nothing. Willie the Orban. point of having a new manager is he can come in and do what Tuchel did at Chelsea and go, I don't care if the last manager bought you, I'm not playing you. And I don't have to. I think he'll do well because he's a bit... He's got similarities, I think, to Willie Orban's game. And as much as like he turned like a truck and he was slow, he played pretty much every game for Ragnik and he captained the team. So, And I think Maguire, actually, when we play further up the pitch, like at times yesterday when like he was playing a part in that goal, that's when he actually looks better. Like That's when he offers more for the team. I know the whole thing of the defensive aspect as well. I think when he's aggressive in that in those situations, he's sound and he wins his duels. But we sometimes we just seem to trap him a lot because of the way we were structured and the way we played this season. He's always like cornered into that, that left side. Um, so maybe you know, organisation. Hmm? I mean, where he plays? Yeah, because that's because <laughs> no, because there's no <laughs> one ever offering for the ball. We've actually had his pants off here because he's been in the position he's meant to be. What do you reckon then? Do you agree with Abdullah or do you reckon no? I think he'll do good. I wouldn't say he would do good. I don't necessarily know if he's going to like him or, or dislike him. I, I think he'll play for him. I don't think there's any going to. There's no question he's going to play for him. I think there is a question. I'll be honest with you. Well, I'd be shocked if he. No, if he's I think, I've been disappointed. By I him think if he has a game no like he had against the Scousers yeah. for for Ragnick, Ragnick might go no. And Maybe. if Varane's fit again as well, he might go, Maybe. I'm going to go with Varane and Bayi or Varane and Lindelof. But if you're talking about what's the I'm not saying I expect it, I'm just saying it's possible. All oh, right, okay, that's a fair comment. Like, then I think, I don't necessarily think Maguire's, um, you've got to remember the, the narrative on Maguire has flipped in six months, completely 180. Nah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know why we lost the, uh, the Europa League final the day after? Was because Maguire wasn't fit. Yeah. That was literally the narrative, right? Yeah, now, it was. I'm not necessarily. Let me yeah. get this out before you all fucking Apparently. comment. I'm not saying that's what I believe. No. But that's what the narrative was the day after the final, like it or not. That was the narrative, wasn't it? It was, it was. Yeah. The narrative yesterday was, we're going to lose because Maguire's in the team. Or we might win against Chelsea because Maguire's not in the team. Those were comments that I saw. I don't necessarily believe them, but it just shows you how perception and narrative can be everything. Now, I think he's been shite this year. Yeah, I, think <laughs> I don't think there's any yeah. two ways around it. I think absolute, yeah, un unobjectively shit. However, so, he also he looks... On the fence. Who was he playing against the other day? I, I saw a clip from summer. Might have been the Leicester game. I feel like it, Leicester was dreadful. He had one leg and he'd only trained like... The Leicester game, I'll give him a bit of a pass. I don't know why he even played Yeah, but it was, it was just seemed to be his like, he didn't even know what to do. Do you know what the worst thing is as well? Is you're right, Maguire's been awful this season, but he's also got the only player who's probably been just as bad as him in defence next to him, which doesn't help. You've just got like an absolute shambles down our left hand side or yeah. our left hand side. It's awful. They're always just you know what I mean? unable it's to so play so out. bad. Here's an easy one for you then. Rafael Varan. I think he could love him. Yeah. He could be the linchpin. Like because you want to play a high line, you're gonna need a speedy defender. Hello, I mean he's just defender. class, Varan, isn't he? Yeah. I miss him so much. Ironic, Do you think that the whole high line thing, people highlight that a bit too much with Maguire? Because like, I have seen that Leipzig team like have, like I said, Willie Orban there, and it's not much of a problem that they face. Like It's not really pace that yeah, you're touches him out. You put him with someone who's got... No, but it's not always... Uh, I'm saying is like, yeah, they always seem to win their duels. Not a problem. Yeah, or Kanate. Yeah. Because yeah, all you do is, you have a stopper and a cover. The slower one... There's your stopper. He's the one that sticks his head in. He's the one that dives in. And the other one does the... If I said to you, the Van Dyke move, which is run away as they're running towards you, I'd take the piss out of it, but it's technically the right thing to do because you've not been beat. You're still in the way. And right. even though you're running away, you're slowing them down as, as they're running towards you, which allows the other defenders to, to sort of recover and get back in time. If, um, let's say Maguire dives in, misses, and then Varane dives in, misses, well, you're just fucking staring the keeper down now, aren't you? So the, yeah. the most important thing 
which is why what Van, uh, Van Dyke does, which we take the piss out of, like, oh, he's not been dribbled past, because he fucking runs the opposite way. But he also doesn't dive in. And that's the important part of what we're saying here. Varane can easily take that mantle of the not being dribbled past guy if you have a, a stopper alongside him. Um, Diogo Delo. Had a good game last night. Did. Impressed me, impressed me last night. Shocked me actually. As yeah, well, so I yeah, was I was surprised because Villarreal was awful. I thought the, the door was closed on him. To be yeah. honest. I but thought he had like a good patch when he was at Milan, where I was actually impressed by him. But yeah, but fucking just Ashley Young went and looked fucking world class as well. So yeah. let's relax on that. Ah, but it's, I just feel like again we're talking about a player. I mentioned it on the fan cams yesterday. I think like there was a period where he played for he played so far against Tramia where he scored that goal. Yeah, and then we didn't see him until like a League Cup game six months down the line before he went out alone for 20 minutes against Brighton, where, like, and even the season before, where Ashley Young was having stinkers at right back. Like, I'll just take a gamble on a player that has shown something. Like, yeah. there was a period was after that sort of March period, and we just didn't play him, man. And sometimes players need minutes, especially at that age. Hopefully, it's something that, that we're seeing after last night, that he stays on the side, because so that was good football from him, I think. Do you think he's got a chance then, usurping yeah. Anawan Basako? I'm starting the low now. That's it for for this period. I'm not. I'm not feeling. Steven Housen. Uh, yeah, I mean, I did my preview. Uh, record my preview to go out tomorrow. I've got um, Delo and Tellers in again because I thought the pair of them. Yeah, me um, too. Make, had a good account of themselves, and I think I've also got him with a diamond in midfield because mm. I think he might go with a diamond in midfield. Hence why I went with a diamond in midfield. Makes sense. And having those two as uh, offensive outlets. Um, I, I think he's a good option to provide a little bit of width if you're going to have a narrow attack. I was just getting some of the super chats in the comments. I know there's loads of people coming. I will get to you. Uh, Stray Mistra says, I don't understand when, why Ten Hag is not preferred more over Poch for United job. We'd love to know your views on this. Stephen? I don't know why some people like what they like, and I don't know why anyone likes Poch. There you go. Tanish Sonny, welcome to the Academy. Thanks for your support. Alex Pavlov, welcome to the Academy. Again, thanks for your support. Um, Abhinav Kanak. Kanagat says, in total, how long would the team take to adapt? Will six months be long enough to drill the pressing style in? And would the system help McTominay and Lingard? Leave the McTominay and Lingard point because we'll get to that in a minute. But um, how long do you think it's going to take to implement? Uh, he sort of mentioned this in a, his interview that he did with United today, um, that he's going to be doing a lot of video work. Not all learning has to be done walking through stuff on the pitch. Yeah, you do a lot of learning by being shown good and bad examples, uh, scenarios, uh, and talking through them. Because if you can understand what you need to do, yeah, you don't need to have run it seven times right. to to know what you need to do. If you understand the theory behind why you're being asked to do something, I think that the makeup of of what you're trying to achieve can be done and I think there's so many tools and options available to people at the moment and he'll have so much of his own footage of best examples of what he wants I would hope from what he's done at Leipzig and elsewhere um, then I, I think that he could really get a bit of a head start in that because you know you got to think today they'd have been in there they'd done recovery I hope he probably gives some sort of presentation to them to sort of introduce himself to the players I hope that happened Yeah, no guarantees it did though and then tomorrow they'll probably be out on the grass uh, for the first time with him now, he's probably thinking, two minds here. I'm sure he's done a little bit of research on Palace, I'm sure, yep. just to, to have any idea about who the fuck he's facing. Um, I'm sure he spent all week while he's been waiting for his work permit to go through doing that um, and, and trying to outside observe what's going on at United. 
But I can see the urge from a new coach coming in thinking, I just kind of want a bit of a, an energetic, fun session for my first session. Yeah. Because that's where sometimes that new manager bounce can come in because you've just put a different mood into the camp. Yeah. Now, I don't think the camp's necessarily in a bad mood because we've had an interim that's just gone undefeated. Yeah. So I don't necessarily need to know that he needs to come in and 180 the mood today no. when he's in training. And, and this isn't Oli after Jose, is it? Mm, oh, no. God, no. That was like, you know, everyone's Especially more or less giving up on life and he's just coming in like your mate. Yeah, he's not, he's come in and not set fire to training ground yeah. this morning. Yeah. And not, not played the, the striker <laughs> in defence and then screamed at him when he's made a mistake. Um, I'll just get into a few more comments and we'll get back to the game. Steno, who's been a member of the Academy for 13 months, said a close description. Get a monthly behind the scenes vlog for being a member. We're going to start doing more of them actually. Yeah, that's a good shout. Uh, have we connected Ralph to the 1991 Cup Winners Cup yet? Stephen? Give me five minutes. Five minutes. Jesus, perhaps. Uh, Cesar Romano, hi from Nashville, Tennessee, from a Salvadorian. Exi ex excited about new beginning, but gutted I want Ollie to succeed. We all did, mate such as the way this football thing works. Uh, Abinav Verma says, do you think Fred performed well in the second half because they found his actual passport? Oh, it's a bit mean, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I mean, he did do better in the second half, to be fair. Philip Lopez has been a member of the Academy for 30 months. Any news on Varane? When can we expect him to be back? Abdullah, when is Varane back? You speak to him regularly, do you? Don't yeah, you? absolutely. He's always in my DMs. Right, does he give you any heads up things. as to when he'll be fit for <clears throat> playing football again? Um, I can't disclose that information, right. unfortunately. <laughs> Stephen, did you have him in your predicted 11? Who? Raphael Varane. No, I don't think he's going to play. It's right. mid-December. Jack Lynch, welcome oh, yeah. to the first team. And Sh Shrey Mishra as well, welcome to the academy. Thank you. Um... I'm just having a look at some of the comments as well. Uh, 20 Legend says, Delo versus Zaha is a nightmare. Has he got a point there? Yeah, I think he has. Okay, it's, it's a good point, but also in that game against Villarreal, which was a point I made after that game, was the reason Delo got rinsed that much was because we weren't doubling up. Every time, Greenwood was expecting Bruno to be the one that was tracking the winger with Delo. Whereas yesterday... Rashford was actually getting across and doubling up with Delo. I know they didn't have like a serious, serious winger there, but we've seen Tavares rip it up like a couple of weeks ago. Like he was actually taking players on and stuff. There was a better sort of defensive aspect from us like as a unit yesterday. I think it helped Delo a bit. So yeah. Yeah. I think if we double up again like we did, we should be fine on the weekend. Adam Kenny says, Laird, back to United, up the effing paddock. Uh, Ethan Laird, obviously out alone at Swansea. Bring him back. Yeah, would you? Yeah, I think he's quality. Oh, listen, I, I like Ethan Led. Uh, right, let's move on to another Jam. player. People, right? Me and you, Steve, did a video, I think, with Dave Pritt a couple of years ago. People were bringing out this clip where we were saying the jury was out on him. Like, look, okay. how, look how long you got. I'm going to get to that in a minute. Look how long you got this and all that because we questioned like him at the time, which was a reasonable question because we just brought in Alex Tellers to give him a kick up the backside a few, well, we did that a few months later after this video. But obviously the players looked short. Now, six months ago, the idea that Luke Shaw wouldn't play for anyone would have been ludicrous. But this season, he's been awful. Glad you said it. But he has. I, mean, I call it as I see it. I've got a fucking agenda, Jay. You well, know all this is what I mean. Like when we you said, uh, you know, this is, I mean, this was probably about 18 months ago, actually, when we said this. He had a very good season last season. He had a very good Euros. But then Maguire had both of those things, and he's been poor this season. And I think Luke Shaw, if you look at some of the performances, and I look at the Liverpool one in particular, that was. 
and I don't take any pleasure in saying this, but it was as bad as a performance I've ever seen from him. It really was. Yeah, it was a stinker. I'm not yeah. and that, that's coming from someone who I do like Luke yeah. Shaw. There's nothing wrong with liking a player and then criticising poor performances. But not... this season, he's really, really been yeah. off it. And you've you've had to bring in these fullbacks, I think, for Wan-Bissaka and Shaw, you know, with Tellers and Delore, because you've you've got to have that competitiveness in the side and continuing to play players who are making those mistakes and not freshening things up is absolute madness. And um, Cost all his job, didn't it? It cost, yeah. Things like that did sort of prolong... I mean, I you know, you look look at the Watford game and he stuck with a lot of most of those players and he let him down again. Well, did, wouldn't it be say from like, from Leicester through Liverpool, it was nine of the same starting 11 or something? Yeah, like and they were just dreadful most of them week in, week out and just cost him his job. And I'm, I know, you know, there's not, it's not like, I'm not saying it's deliberate or anything, but it just happened. Um, people seem to pull up like, oh, you said Brandon, uh, Brandon Williams was going to uh, bench him. He did. Brandon Williams at 18 got a load of appearances because he was in the side ahead of Luke Shaw. Yeah. That's how he got into the team. It's yeah. not like a, you know... The, the one thing he was always going to get, which he weren't getting at the time... Um, John Shin in the chat as well. Big up John Shin. Is, uh, is great. You know, there was always a ceiling. The ceiling has always been infinitely higher on Ethan Laird than it has on Brandon Williams. Okay. But Brandon's got an attitude, a temperament, um, and a grittiness that allowed him to be an asset to the team at a time when you was simply not getting that. I mean, the ceiling on Luke Shaw's infinitely higher than it's ever been on Brandon Williams. But if you ain't playing, or you're you're playing terribly like you were at the time, and I, I thought people's um, people overegged how good Luke Shaw had been for a good three or four months um, at start. Um, and I thought after Christmas, I thought he really did pick up, and I thought he ended the season spectacularly well. But you're right; I don't think he's come back from the Euros very much in the same way that Jesse Lingard never came back from the World Cup. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't. I don't think he has at all. And I think you know, it's not an agenda to to, to praise someone when they play well and to criticise them when they play badly. And that's pretty much been the, what we've done with Luke Shaw. He was getting a bit of stick when he was playing badly. Alex Tellers came in for a reason. Brandon Williams came in for a reason. Just a quick one on Brandon Williams as well. Um, Chucky coached him as a youngster when he was obviously when Brandon Williams was a youngster says. He was one of the sort of, it says his attitude and that, he was one of the best. He was, you know, he said he, I think they went away to an international tournament and he was chatting to everyone, he got on with everyone. So he's just, had something about him, do you know what I mean? And a lot of the time, that's what you need, you need don't you, as a youngster, to, to break through. It's not just your ability, it's the fact of your temperament and, and your attitude, and, and I mean that in a positive way. Um, right, so that's Luke Shaw. I'm going to go to Alex Tellez. He's played. Last night, did okay, didn't he? It feels like with Tellers, the only way is up in a way, because there is a player in there in terms of what we've seen at the European level when Porto played in the Champions League. He had some sort of impact when you go and watch any of those games back before he joined, just like seeing the important moments he had. Are we honestly going for every single but, No. <laughs> but I think it's it just depends how drastic it will be. But I think that he will go up a little bit of a level. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go over on to... You've already answered the full-backs one, so I'm with that. Paul Pogba? Just no. Oh, Joe, I'm fucking sick of the Paul Pogba question, Jay. Well, I honestly yeah. am. I'm just sick of I'm hear, sick of hearing about him. Do you want to stay? Sign a paper. Do you not right. want to stay? Don't sign a paper and fuck Let, off. Let's go to some players that have been earmarked as potentially shining under this new Ragnik system. And I'm not saying you two have done that. I'm just saying what I've seen on the internet. Fred has been one of them. People saying, Fred, Fred will play well under Ragnik. Fred will be one I of his main main men. Fred in the last few it's games close. under Carrick has looked miles better played as an eight rather than a six. Yeah. I would agree with everything you've just said. 
However, Jay. Go on. I also think that having Fred as a starter week in, week out, it's still going to cost you games. Because is Fred, the is the risk worth the reward then? Potentially, yeah. Because I, I think you need, you need someone to be turning the ball over in that final third. And if we're looking at even moments yesterday where we didn't score off it, you're looking at the Villarreal game, you're looking at the Chelsea game. Yeah, like he messed up that pass against Chelsea. But winning the ball in those areas, especially when you've got lethal players like a Sancho, Ronaldo, Rashford, Greenwood, quickly getting in on goal is very crucial to what Ragnick wants to do. So I think he, he could go up a level and continue his form. But I'd rather him do that work in the final third because whenever he's in our area, it's just... Yeah, he's carnage. It's a mare. I, I think he's probably going to look better than he has done recently for United. Okay, that's all right, though. Yeah, but I'd still fuck him off, Jay. What, now? or? Well, what? you're not going to, are you? Let's be real. He's going to be here till the end of the season, no matter what, and probably a lot longer than that. Because United don't turn over players. You know, we don't, not like City, are we? We'll sign a goalkeeper and then launch a goalkeeper and buy a new goalkeeper. Yeah, no, we don't we're do that. We're not going to do that. So, or even centre-halves. More fucking centre-halves. I was going to say the nonsense, but obviously that's not true. So, um, with with what Fred's got, what? Do you know how many nonsense we've got? Yeah, let's let's yes, okay, right. Let's move on. And do you know how many European scores we've got? I know that the answer to that one is is zero. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Do you know how many nonsense we've got? It, I don't. It's not zero. Is right. It? Okay. Right. So let's say when you look at um, what Fred offers, yeah, he's got a mistake in him every game. Yeah. And if you're going into let's let's pray. A Champions League final. And yeah. Fred's in there. Yeah. And it's tight and it's nil-nil. I don't agree with a lot of what Jose Mourinho said about the way he likes football to be played, but the game gets won by the team with the fewest mistakes, I think is a true story. Really? And I think you having Fred in your team, you're starting on a mistake. It's yeah. going to be a mistake in the game. Well, but then potentially you're also gaining two or three good chances in a game, which I, we have seen in the last few games. Okay. I don't want a mistake, though. So you well, think like, that, that you think that no, this, this is this like, is the point uh, I make the question, and you're so Abdullah, you're on one side of the argument saying it's worth the risk of those mistakes. It's not fucking, it's not Bruno, is it? Like he's going to create your chances and lose loads of ball. Fred's going to literally pass it. I, into I, his I, own I hate net. to be that guy as well. So limited in that area of the pitch it, right. for what Ragnick uh, wants to do. Yeah, my that, my thing with Fred is I've never been his biggest fan, but one thing that has impressed me this season about him, and okay, it's not the most important thing, but it matters, is at least he's been up for it and has like. Shown a bit of grit and shown a bit of ball. Oh, Jay, I'm up for it. I'm well, shit. No, you say that though, Steve. The Scouts is right. Kane told Trafford. Ronnie kicks Curtis Jones. Everyone surrounds him. And there's only Fred and Bruno wanted to get involved. No one else wanted to know. We've got all these players who are so called, you know, internationals and hard men and leaders and all this nonsense. And they're all backing away from the Scouts at Old Trafford. It was pathetic. I agree. You know what I mean? I'm not, I know I'm not saying that's the be all and end all, but I want at least. Two players in my team right, Jay, who will have it, and he'll have it. Any of us on the pitch against Liverpool, yeah, you're gonna have to stop me hitting one of them. Exactly, and that's you. But I expect that from players that are playing for Manchester United, and many of them have been playing for Manchester United for years, and are getting paid a lot of money to play for Manchester United. When you're playing against Liverpool in front of your home fans, and it kicks off against Ronaldo, and you run away. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm totally with that, you on that. That's why I think we might need, and it pains me because, you know, it shouldn't be even a factor, but you might need someone like Fred because you've got basically a team full of people who just are up for it. You need I at agree. least one. Where's my captain in all of this? Nowhere, miles away, 80 yards away. Thank you. 
Van Dyke's pushing Ronaldo around, doesn't and Andy Maguire's looking at the floor. Doesn't mean Fred that, gets that's something. That All right, that's fair enough. Addressing, man, that yeah. The fact that you've got shit houses filling shirts doesn't mean Fred. No, I'm not saying it's the building. I'm just saying for me, no, it is a factor at the minute. Then in a way, Jay, I don't put Brandon Williams in the team. What happens? Mate, I'd, I'd have loved Brandon Williams to start Brandon that Williams game. just gets out on parole Can't today. If yeah, he's he does. And you need a bit of that. And I wish, I wish to God, Brandon Williams had been in that team because we could have done with him because he'd have been well up for it. Done and with the, him trying to cross the ball with his right foot, chopping in from the left. Yeah. Listen, what did we see that game from our fullbacks? <laughs> nothing. Five yeah. goals conceded, nothing gained at least whatsoever. Someone, yeah, at least show me summer. The only one who's up for that game, well, two people actually up for it, were Greenwood and Fred. And Greenwood is what, 20? It was, it was a shambles. I don't want to relive it. But Bill O'Reilly, welcome to the academy. Um, I'm not going to go through the entire team, but another one that's been mentioned as someone who could shine as well, Jesse. If he's here come February the 1st. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's another fact, because he's got a World Cup he wants to play a part in. If I'm him, I don't want any anything to do with it. Who? Jesse. Yeah, but he loves I playing for England. He's going to want to play not World Cup. No, then I'm talking about the United thing now. Like, Why? Because West Ham fans like him. He's done well at West Ham. He's respected there. And he's not guaranteed to play here. And he's got a chance of getting in that England team if he's going to go to West Ham and play consistently. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think the thing is, especially with Paul Pogba out and like for another six weeks or whatever... Because wherever, how much longer he's going to be for, in forever, and, basically. And Dubai, basically, yeah, for the rest of his United career until he turns up in the knockouts of the Champions League to get involved. <laughs> There's going to be space in this team for the likes of Donny and, and Jesse Lingard. It's just about taking that opportunity, especially if we play like if we see him play sort of that uh, that narrow four four two, or you know with the wide playmakers and stuff like that, and needing that explosiveness and the high press and that high energy and intense game. Jesse Lingard could be involved. But I personally, if I'm in his situation, I would that wouldn't change what I'm trying to do because the club's messed me about too much. Fair enough. Uh, DJ Yates, welcome to the academy. Um, I will just mention one. I think I'm going to do two more players. Donny. Everyone seems to love Donny van der Beek. So it seems to think that he's going to shine under Rangnick. Uh, no idea. Yeah, I think that's a fair, I, fair I, idea. I don't fair have comment, an idea. So. It yeah. just depends if he can hack that game. We can, we've can. we seen him, like, if you look at that Leipzig team, he used to do mad stuff like having Sabitzer playing as a holding midfielder and Sabitzer's yeah. naturally like an attacking midfielder. Okay. So he could just say, all right, Donny, if you can hack the intensity and it's something that he works on, that he just plays him in that midfield too. So, yeah, I've not really got an idea if it's going to work or not. Um, One final one. I've got some chats I'm going to get into in a minute, so don't worry if you've done a super chat. We'll get to you. Jaden Sancho. Now, he's spoken about him today, so obviously, you know. I didn't see the quote, was said. That's a good question. Have we got the quote anywhere? I, I will... didn't see that, Jay. You're making things up again. <laughs> well, he does that. Does he do did, that. Did he not speak about Jaden Sancho today? That was my information. I'm joking. Right, right. Uh, there you go. Um, Ralph Randlick said, I mean, they have so many top-touted youngsters. Jaden Sancho, I know from the Bundesliga. As a matter of fact, I met him when he was 17 in London at the time. We were trying to convince him to come to Leipzig. So he's a fan, Ralph Rangnick. He's a fan of Jaden Sancho. Spoke about him last year as well. Sorry, that might uh, yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Spoke about Luke Shaw as well last year, didn't it? That wasn't that wasn't much of an endorsement. Let's let's no. not kid ourselves. Before, to be fair, it was before Tellers come and um, decided to be shot by Carlos. So they've got to have a funny meeting today, haven't they? In training, all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Awkward. Um, 
<laughs> what do you reckon then? Is he going to shine under Rangnick or what? He seems to when yeah. he gets a challenge. Yeah. I think when it's like your first choice and there's probably no one to threaten you, I think he gets banging at the buffets and that. But I think <laughs> when he's like, someone's going to take your place, I think he, he rallies a little he bit. He always takes time to get into the season, in it? It feels like the summer is just vibing. Um, Sam Zed says, Rangnick looks like a, a Prussian drill master, probably going to turn Carrington into a boot camp. You know the Germans are kinky about discipline. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can say that. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't feel right saying that. What? <laughs> Any of that, to be honest. Right, like, okay. The whole of that yeah, that's fair enough. Bit. It seems a bit, yeah, you know, <laughs> stereotypical. Like, what's the word? Stereotypical, is it? Or just, you know, making... I don't know. Yeah, steady old times. Uh, Alex Buckingham, I mean, yeah, Alex Buckingham says, felt like Rangnick might want to stay on after this season as manager from the way he dealt with that question. Yeah, he did say he could advise him, advise him to keep himself on like a little Leipzig. <laughs> eh? One of those, innit? Well, they want to pay me as an advisor. I'm going to fucking advise that they hire me. Yeah, that's what he kind of <laughs> said, didn't he? <laughs> I've got a right good idea. Why don't we hire me? <laughs> he was pretty funny actually, wasn't he today? He's like cracking jokes and that. So he looks like he's not he's not sort of overawed by the uh by the the, the job, is he? He certainly doesn't seem like he, he's a, a rabbit in headlights like some managers do when they arrive. Just call it David Moyes. Yeah, David Moyes did look like Alva David Moyes' first press conference was like that. Ah. I know. I, that was the one of the worst <laughs> press conferences ever. He name checked Bill Shankler. He avoided the Rooney question that everyone was asking him. He more or less said, I don't even know what I'm doing here. And then he spoke about how Fergie came out of his house to give him the job and his main concern was he was wearing a T-shirt. And uh, thought, The thing is, he never actually accepted the job. Fergie just was like, you're the new United manager. And it, was, it wasn't it was like amazing. Yeah. Okay, can't wait to start working. He was like, my T-shirt's right. dirty. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, sir. Sorry, Alex. Uh, Ahmed Abdel-Basit says, do you think Rangnick will fancy Lingard? Hardworking has potential to pressing and not prone to mistakes. Stephen, hope you are feeling better. I enjoy your content and all Paddock content. Um, We've sort of covered the the Lingard thing as well. Um, Twenty Legend says, "Go get Alfonso Davis." Stephen, have you linked Ragnick to the Cup Winners' Cup yet? No, give me a. I'm gonna need a weekend for it. Um, he did win the Inter Toto Cup though at Stuttgart, I believe. He's got me something in that. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. I I believe he actually was coaching in 1991. I want to say he won something in 1991 himself, which is an easy link to make. <laughs> But I need, I need, I'm, I'm going to do, I'm, I owe you better. So I will do better. You're going to do better. There you go. He's going to do, he's going to do better. So don't worry about it. Um, Andrew Naka, Naka, sorry, says, you know, things are positive when the brew actually speaks about football. <laughs> Love the content, oh, lads. GGMU. Last 10 minutes, let's just fucking take it into the woods. Um, Ayub Ali says, hope Ahmad gets an opportunity against the boys. Hisham El Said, if I've missed your super chat, um, just do it again as a comment and I'll, I'll read it. I don't. I didn't see it. I can't. And I can't seem to find it on my list. Uh, Michael Carrick's left. Stephen. Yeah, a bit of a shock with that as well. Don't think anyone expected that. Did you not have any heads up? No, we was all in the group chat rinsing Joel at the time it dropped, and then everyone was shocked. Should we say? Really? I mean, you can't go out much more classy the way he did it. Got us a result, an important result. Arsenal could have gone eight points ahead of us last night. Gets your result. Great game, and at the end of it, you know he's moved on. He's moving on. The manager already knows. He spoke to him. We heard that from Ralph Ragnick. Said he wanted to come in stadium. What? And I think that Carrick, regardless of what you think about the Oliera or anything like, Carrick as a player is a class act, and he's done that as a manager and as a as a coach. And I just like just like the way he went about it. And I yeah, think it's, it's a, a good way a, to end things. Yeah. Sort of maybe like he takes a break and then. 
gets himself into management or just switches it up a bit in his career. Yeah. I mean, you fancy him to do well as a manager or can you not tell? Can't really tell because in terms of what we've seen, we see a lot of like Darren Fletcher alongside him and stuff. Mm. How much is, are others getting involved? Um, is it just him? So, yeah, it just depends, on it? Um, Hisham El Said says, seen enough from Shaw, Fred and McTominay to move them on, on, I think. Not all at once. Got to phase them out, though. Sending good vibes to Steve as well. Big up to be so open on your mental health. Had a few comments about that, Steve. Sunil BM says, shout out to Steve speaking up. Candidly about depression class at... Um, always important to speak about. Well done, mate, speaking up about it. I might do a documentary on it. Really? Because um, there's a few things that I'm doing at the moment. Um, which I think would be fucking one's going to be well interesting. So I've been accepted. I was recommended for it by the therapist that I've got. Uh, and I've been accepted onto a psilocybin mushroom trial, which is just a, a veterans thing really that they're doing at the moment that they're, they're putting veterans for it. It sounds fucking bonkers, Jay. I don't want a comment because I don't know anything about it, but I don't want to ask silly questions, but it... Magic mushrooms, right, essentially. Okay, but there's, I'm glad there's you're clearing in, this up. in magic mushrooms that seemingly helps i want to read this to you which is what um a veteran friend of ours has got we've got a friend who's just been through the same thing so i was talking to him about what i might have to go through and this is I, i'm thinking that i could make a documentary about this because i don't think anyone knows about this there's a few treatments that i'm doing one is uh, trt and the, the one i've been recommended for i was meant to go in october um and they cancelled it because of covid and they've they've, re- they've moved it back to february so i'll be going yeah. in february um so this is the experience that the guy had on it. And he said, I literally closed my eyes, had an out-of-body experience, watching my mate check me out, as I w- and I was gone. I dissolved into thousands of tiny little balls, and my soul went up to the universe where I met an octopus um, who showed me what love was, showed me all my lives, and then some mad floating triangles in a fish's mouth. When I came to, I was hugging myself, and I felt like I had this big beam of light coming out of my chest, and I've never been depressed since. It sounds, like a, it sounds mental to okay. start with, but it sounds like a really sort of like meaningful sort of experience. Um, and I don't know if it's the same for everyone. I don't know if I'm going to talk to an octopus or if it'll be elves for me. Yes, know. you never know. Um, but uh, I'm open to trying to see if I can sort myself out. And um, what everyone's kind of referencing yesterday is that I, had a, I just had to fucking go to bed all day yesterday. I just couldn't face being up. Okay. So I just went back to bed a few times during the day to see if it would sort it. Woke up in a good mood all right this morning. So... Uh, I didn't do a, a review last night because I just went to bed. Um, but I'm thinking I might make a bit of a mini doc over the next six months. I'm having therapy. I'm doing some different treatments. That's one of them. And I, I think putting it out there, especially for other veterans, because one of the things that sort of uncovered talking to my therapist is veterans do not seek help. We all think we're invincible. We're all told we're invincible. Yeah. And that's just the the idea. We don't go to ho- the doctors. We don't go to the hospital. Uh, and there's just like a bit of a macho thing about not wanting to talk about those things. So putting it out there that it is actually a fucking good idea to do. Yeah. Um, and and maybe talking through some of the other stuff. Uh, cause I had a lot of concussions and I've got a lot of other things to, to sort of like really throw in a mixer as well, which don't help matters. Yeah. Uh, and I just think if we did a documentary sort of detailing that, I mean, I'm 30 pound down at the moment. Um, right. We've not, a hell of a massive shift in change. I think I've just got my hormones right. Yeah. So I think there's there's something to um, to look into and talk about it. But it ain't not every day is fucking sunshine. Still, yeah. It's still rough days. And uh, like I said, I'm thinking about making some content about it because I think it might help some of us talk about it. It seems to have a positive effect when I do mention it. 
whereas a lot of people say thank you for for mentioning it so uh, you know if it does help other people then it also gives me a bit of accountability as well not to just shut off as well which is probably a good thing no i admire you mate i really do and i think it's important to talk about you know i know it's different not comparing the two but i talk about you know my sobriety a lot and i get a lot of inboxes on different social media saying glad you're here and something I'm trying to do and I'm a, a week clean or a day clean or a year clean or whatever. So, you know, and well done for speaking up and the response in the comments as well. Appreciate the amount of love you're getting. Loads of people have been commenting saying, you know, well done, stay. Big up, stay. He says, love I don't know how you do the, the sobriety things and, and I, I mean, I take the piss out of you almost relentlessly with it. But <laughs> In a nice way though, you know what I mean? Like, let's not, it's not like, what, it's not what, supportive. I don't <laughs> get him in headlocks and try and be like, well, I'm a, I'm a shot. Jay. Yeah, come on. Get out, shot, get out, you. Come on. Um, but, you know, I, I, I definitely couldn't fucking do what you've done. Yeah, but stay, you know, I look about this turning all but you, but I couldn't do certain things either that you've done. It's, it's each to their own. And I think, let's face facts, for 30 odd years, I, uh, you know, did um, tear the asshole out of it, <laughs> shall we say, for want of a better expression. And there comes a time when you, you know, get certain choices in life. And I was lucky enough to have a lot of good support around me. Um, and speaking up and I got a lot of health and uh, Mike Hill says mental health is a serious thing um, yep it is and admire anyone who does speak up about it don't you Abdullah yeah of course well, well, that's the way you had to be prompted there a bit rude no 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 um, just, I was letting you guys I, I, I didn't mention this as well because someone mentioned this to us like um, the, when, after I mentioned that this morning I said yeah we're getting absolutely smashed tomorrow on the rundown um, a lot of veterans do sort of have um, substance problems and alcohol problems. Alcohol problems especially because it's a real cultural thing in the military is getting smashed at every opportunity. Can, uh, yeah, I can imagine. Um, I mean, like it was almost the rules to do commanding officers PT on Friday hungover. Right. Like, that was almost the challenge to how drunk you could be and still complete it. Um, so it, there is a real, real drinking culture and a real drinking problem. I've never, I mean, I like a drink. I can keep it under wraps. Like, I probably haven't really drank for a, a good month or so. Like I don't have a, an issue with substances or or with alcohol. Like I have a you know a fine relationship yeah. with it. I, mean, I do drink. Obviously, I have a bar upstairs. Like I well, that's what I mean. No, you have a bar upstairs, and it's like most of those bottles are still there. Whereas like <laughs> with me, it'd be like that's a weekend. They're all gone. I've rang the dealer. My life's in you know back on in, in the doghouse, whatever. Um, so yeah, it's, it's different. People have different things they're going through, and you know it's important to but, talk but about even it. The fact that you know, you're fine with all that being up there where you work, yeah, is you know because that could have gone west. Could have. No, my missus said to me like you know a few years in, she's like, I said, how come you don't drink cider anymore? She used to have like a like you know like a lady cider, like a flavored one. Now and then, so I don't like drinking in front of you. I was like, you can drink in front of me because it don't bother me. But there was a time when years ago that Natalie just set me off. But now it's all right. You used to it, you lot, anyway. Um, yes, Ross Murphy says, run down back. Yeah, tomorrow we're going to get fucked up. Don't worry, I won't be there. Um, but yes, yeah, <laughs> D and his gang will be. Stuart Browning, welcome to the Academy. Um, <laughs> thanks for joining. Don't forget as well, if you do join the Academy, you've got a chance of winning the 12 Days Paddock. Do that documentary, Steve. Do it. Me and you have been speaking about content and stuff we want to do and stuff we plan on doing, and I think that'd be a great... I, I can imagine... I imagine if we... I was thinking of written the episodes in yeah. my head a little bit and I was thinking like if one of them is Steve goes and trips balls for two weeks that one episode in terms of the views it'll be like that's a fair point um, because yes. I want to see that yeah, I, 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 I want to see that, that and hey, see how that goes 100% <laughs> um, yeah 12 Days of Paddock, sorry, I mentioned that. If you do join the membership, you do get the chance to win a PlayStation 5, a Tour of Old Trafford, other good stuff as well. Um, Abdullah, are you still doing your PR football? 
on a bit of a break, unfortunately. I've been a bit busy. Sappened! Um, balled it. Over the, to be fair, it's just me and my mates doing it. So obviously everyone's busy, uni, work, life. So over the turn of the year, just looking to switch things up in the studio because it's nice to just have a space that I can just sort of do what I want with it. When you're back with us, you're back with us soon after the, which game are you back with us after? Um, last game of the y- Champions League. Young boys, you're back after that? Young boys, yeah. Doing Very a bit of analysis. analysis um, yeah. Stephen, what have you got coming out over the next hour or so? CDG's about 50 videos a day on some someone's channel. Uh, Come on, don't tell me you've not got a video out tonight. Five things disapp- have already been out, I think. All right, okay. The game yesterday. Good lad. Um, I've had a bit of look at what Ralphie Boy's got to do. Um, I, I love that nickname, Ralphie Boy. Ralphie Boy. Ralph Boy. Someone put it in the chat the other day, and I'm like, yeah, I like that. Uh, tomorrow preview for, for the Palace game. Uh, they're doing bits, you know, um, Palace under Vieira. you got to yeah. give them a bit of Yeah, no, that. we were saying that on the preview. Can't... Uh, Discount them at all. Uh, Ryan asks. It's not the easy game they used to be. No, it's not, is it? Mind you, saying that, Hodgson had a couple of results, didn't he, against us at Old Trafford? Uh, Ryan asks, I'm three years sober. Well done. My missus still doesn't want to drink in front of me either. I get it. Fair enough. I, I really think that's a, that's a mad bridge to cross that because I can really see with some people, from what I've seen with substances, like, you know, it's like people who've given up smoking. They go to a smoking area and they're fucking like at it with both hands. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, credit. Just now, nah, it just does. It. I think everyone's times differently. You know what I mean. I tried to do it when I was in my twenties and thirties. Well, earlier thirties didn't work. And then 34. How long have you been sober? Seven years, bro. So that's long seven enough. Seven that years. now, if you do it, you wanted to do it in it. Like yeah, no, if you no, fucking no. crumble, yeah. it's not. For, it's not for me. That... Did you say he was getting off it if he won the trouble? No, you said I was getting right. off it when I travel. <laughs> and I had a word with Ollie and he said, don't worry, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about that. Don't no, worry about no that, son. Mate. Yeah, you won't, be, you won't be getting leather this, this season. Um, make sure you check out Steve on his channel. Make sure you check out him on socials. What are your socials? You're not doing PR ball. Abdul underscore GH on Twitter. There you go. Find him on Twitter. You know where to find me. Yeah. Make sure you check out the 12 Days of Paddock as well, the membership. Also, subscribe to the channel. We're over 620,000. The fuck are you doing, Jay? What for missed? Because this dick came. We've not even spoke about a Brian Robson documentary. Oh, what? No, but you, we can't. Why is that my fault? Because we have to because blame someone. Fuck you, that's why. And, you know, you're the obvious target. To be fair, I'm not I, I think, speak about I think stuff anymore. We need to give that. First of all, I need to watch it. You not watched it? No, I've not had any time. I've been doing uni stuff. Well, you lot didn't get invited to that. No, we didn't. And no. We're not actually, I think, right, can we just say, that is the most outrageous thing that's ever happened, ever. Because you're always at them weird, like, old... Right, for starters, we get invited stuff, to everything all the time. Most things we don't even want to go to, we get invited anyway. Secondly, we talk about Brian Robson and the greatest achievement in the history of association football every single week on this podcast. I guarantee no one else name-checks Brian Robson as much as we do. Told you like it was a waste of time. Thirdly, right, <laughs> when I was lucky enough to interview Charles Ferguson, what did I ask him about? No, Cup no, no, Cup final. Exactly. So what do you think we would have asked Brian Robson about? Cup Cup final. Who would have and thought? And they didn't even invite us. But we're not giving up hope. Because text him again. Right. Should you put oi? Put oi, yeah, <laughs> I respect that. Because Steve's got a, a, a direct line to him, actually. No, while just delivered. While just we're delivered. talking, uh, Tab McSopish. Welcome to the first team. Thanks for your support. Um, right, we will try and get on to Brian Robson. We're going to do it next week. Let's do a special, right? A Brian Robson special next week. Should we do that? Yeah. Yeah? Um, that lady's read my text messages saying, thank God you messaged. How are you? Uh, Agatha, I guess. Yeah. Um, not replied, though. 
<laughs> Nothing worse is there, eh? <laughs> typical. Typical. We could uh, have had some fun with that, but no. Um, bollocks. No, yeah, that's spoiled it. You've got an actually an interesting story, haven't you, about... Um, no, he, no, he doesn't. Oh, right, okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to leave it there. I <laughs> actually do have an interesting WhatsApp story, but I'm, I'm not going to mention oh, it. Oh, well, that, that's mature. Um, <laughs> not you're you not going to enjoy it. Right, all right. Yeah, well, that in itself up, is yeah. a great Thank one. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's been Abdullah. You know how to find him. That's been Steve Alston. I've been Jay. This has been The Brew. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.